Hi, my name is Rita Trotter, founder of The Health and Fitness Coach. Welcome to The Health Collective Podcast, where we talk everything body, business, balance and being for busy women looking to take control of their health, weight and body for good. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. It's a beautiful Thursday evening or daytime if you're listening somewhere else in the world. And it's lovely to have you with me. And today we are talking about on our Health Collective podcast, something that is a really, um, how would I say, uh, important aspect for me to talk about because I believe that these are the three keys to really success in every aspect of life regardless of whether it's weight or health or body which obviously we all know is my favorite topic but it could be in any other aspect it could be in family relationships finances wealth anything at all you can apply this to so in today's uh, episode of the health collective podcast we're talking about strategy story and state we all know that I like alliteration. I can't help it. I was an English literature student is who I am. Um, so the three S's. Now, strategy is probably what most people are familiar with. Strategy is incredibly useful, but only if you use it in the right way. So I'll give an example. The Atkins diet right? The Atkins diet. Comment below if you have heard of, been on, knew someone who was on the Atkins diet. Yeah. So it's kind of completely lost um, all credibility now because of all of the health implications that came from it. But at one point, a couple of decades ago, about 13% of the entire world's population, just imagine that number, there was 8 billion people, someone do the math, put it in the comment, 13% of 8 billion. I don't know how many people that is, but please comment below. 13% of the world's population was on the Atkins diet. Hmm. A diet that has now been disproved because of all of the bad health implications, including death. So what would happen if you went on the Atkins diet? Yes, you would lose weight pretty quickly. The problem was it wasn't sustainable for a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. One, you had to pee on a stick to make sure you didn't go into something called acidosis. It was such a high acid diet that you had to literally pee on a stick to make sure that your body didn't go so acidic that it would actually collapse, stop working and die. Reason number one, it wasn't really sustainable. Reason number two, because of the amount of acid and fat and toxins in that diet, it made your internal system so unhealthy, so clogged that those toxins you could smell on your breath. Your breath was so bad that you couldn't even sleep in the same bed as your partner. So here we have a strategy strategy that meant you had to pee on a stick to make sure you didn't die and you couldn't sleep in the same bed as your husband. I mean, tell me, does it take a genius to work out whether this strategy was very good for sustainable health and weight loss? Probably not. Okay. So this strategy, although it was something that worked very short term as a long-term strategy, didn't have an effect. Now there are lots of strategies that have amazing long-term effects, but the problem is people don't use them. There's so many strategies out there. Tell me, comment below, strategies to lose weight. 
I bet you, you can come up with a million. Now, this isn't me sitting here, you know, going and saying, try this, try that, try this. I'm just saying that if you walked out of your door and went to your local city town centre, you would see strategies for weight loss coming out the wazoo. There are gyms, personal trainers, diets. God forbid we even get off the sofa. God forbid we go for a walk and take a step. Just get your phone. Right? How many strategies can you find on your phone? I can guarantee within the space of 10 minutes, you could find 20 free ebooks on how to lose weight, download them, and never read them again. You could find a million and one people that proclaim to be able to have the latest juice, the latest pill, the latest vibrating stomach strap, the latest God knows whatever it is to lose weight or tone up. There are millions of strategies. In the day and age of Google, you are not short on strategies. Information is everywhere, but you don't implement it. Right? Would that be fair to say? I mean, all of my clients that I work with, I want to say 99%. I'll give myself a little bit of leeway here in case I've forgotten some people. 99% of my clients know what they should do. They know the strategy that they should use, but they don't, right? They don't need me necessarily for information. They need me to help them implement. You don't need me to tell you that going to the gym is going to help you lose weight more than watching Netflix, right? That's a strategy. Exercise is a strategy. You don't need me to say that a lettuce leaf has fewer calories in it than a Kit Kat. You don't need me to tell you these things. You are intelligent women. You don't need that from me. It's implementation. It's the issue. And that then beggars the question, why do people not implement these strategies? And by the way, strategies, I'm a strategist. I believe that everything in life has a strategy. I believe that if you have a strategy and a belief, you're unstoppable as long as it's the right strategy. You know, my clients will have heard me say this. If you want to see a, see a sunset, right, that's your belief. I believe, I believe that I will see a sunset. And then you run east for the rest of your life the wrong strategy wouldn't you say so i'm a strategist and i believe that strategies can be implemented in every single area of your life but they have to be the right strategies at the right time you know we're we're going into a recession you can like it or not the economy is struggling not just in the uk but across the board we are in the middle of winter in terms of seasons economically an economic season lasts about 20 years Right. So we went into an economic season around 2008. Remember 2008? Bit of a recession, bit of a crash. Remember that? So about 2008, we went into the economic season of winter. If it lasts 20 years, do the maths. How much longer have we got? We've got a good another six, seven years to go before we get out of economic winter. And the last sort of six years are going to be the hardest. The last five years are usually the hardest. So we've got a lot of pain coming in terms of economic doesn't mean that it all has to be painful but we've got to use the right strategies this is what i mean it's not just about weight and health you can use strategies in economic turmoil to come out in a much greater position 
the greatest companies in the world, the most wealthy companies in the world were built in recession. So strategies are good. It has to be the right strategy at the right time. If house prices are crashing, selling all of your property is probably not the right strategy. Buying property, if you can, when house prices are crashing, that's the right strategy at the right time. We could say it's always a good idea to buy rather than to rent. But you want to do it at the right time to suit you, right? So what is it that stops us implementing strategy? What, what is it in our life? And it usually comes down to our story. So that's the second S. So the first thing, first S, strategy, you need to get the right strategy, not cookie cutter thing, something that works for you, that's guided in the right way. And that fits in with your goal and what you want. If your goal is to lose weight, don't follow a strategy from someone who's just maintaining and building muscle. Because if they're doing that, if they're building muscle, they're probably gaining weight. So you want to find a strategy that works for you in the right way at the right time. Second thing is story. And story is what determines whether we use a strategy or not. So most people's story is... I can never lose weight. I don't have time to lose weight. My entire family's big bund. My metabolism shot to death. Um, what are other stories that I can think of? Um, other stories that I've heard my clients say, um, things like, oh, I had one client, love it to bits. Well, I've, I've gone past 45, nothing works now. I can't get rid of my belly fat. I mean, that's a story. If you tell yourself a story enough times, you believe it to be true and it will stop you finding opportunity and strategy. If you tell your brain you have no time enough, it will stop looking for opportunities to create time. It will see every opportunity it can to tell you that you're true, that you're accurate, that there is no time. Your brain wants you to be true. So we have to start changing our story you know if i told you about a young woman right a young woman who at 13 got pregnant she got sexually abused she got pregnant at 13 and she had a child now this child who was born to this this 13 year old girl a child born to a child was left to her grandmother because her child mum couldn't cope her child mum just basically said, I, I can't. So her grandmother had her, but her grandmother didn't really care. Her grandmother didn't notice, didn't pay attention to her. Just let her get on with things. She wasn't loved. She wasn't really cared for. She, at the age of 13, was then pregnant herself. Why? Because she had been sexually abused by, I think it was her uncle, from the age of 10. Okay, so this young baby as a child, born to a child, sexually abused from the age of 10 by a family member who then at 13, just like her own mother, became pregnant and gave birth to a stillborn at 13. She then went insane. She went into a mental asylum. They, you know, she, she had to be um, sort of helped in, and rehabilitated. And then when she was released, she was released to her so-called father who had sexually abused her mother. And then she went through a whole nother load of trauma until she finally got away. 
So I tell you this story. Why not to depress you on a Thursday evening? I promise. If I tell you this story, how do you feel about the future of this young girl? Do you feel it's bright and shiny and wonderful and beautiful? Probably not. You probably feel like this poor kid's going to end up on drugs. She's going to end up committing suicide. Her life's going to be pretty miserable. This young woman, would it surprise you if I told you, was Oprah Winfrey? How did her life turn out? Pretty good. You know, at a time when black African-American women were not exactly treated particularly equally in the States, she rose up to become probably the most well-known, well-respected presenter, journalist, whatever phrase you want to use in the entire world. She had a story. Her story was abuse. Her story was trauma. Her story was negative spirals. Her story was helplessness. She had a story and she chose to change it. If she'd have carried on with that story and said, this story is who I am. I am an abuse victim. I am someone who can never, um, that life never is good to. I am the kind of person who will forever be um, kicked down, pushed down. I am the kind of person who isn't worthy of true love. I am the kind of person who is deserving of pain and suffering. If she'd have continued that story, no one would know who Oprah Winfrey was. Story doesn't mean it's not true. Changing your story doesn't change the truth of what happened. We're not saying that these things didn't happen. All of this stuff happened to her. I say stuff because I was going to say a different word, but I better not say it. All of these experiences happened to her. We're not saying that they weren't true, but she chose to not let that the story define her life. Biography is not destiny, but so often we say it is. So your story, my entire family's big boned, that might be true. Why are you allowing it to define your future? My metabolism's shot. That might be true, but does that mean you can't change it? course not does that mean that you can't do things to absolutely revitalize and reinvent it absolutely not why allow a story of a past to determine your inability to reach your goals in the future today this moment right now is a completely different moment to the last one every single moment is a new choice a new option a new story close the old book put it on the shelf and open a new one and start writing because your future and how it's written is entirely up to you. So the story we tell ourselves completely, 100%, ultimately determines whether we use strategies. I could give you the perfect strategy in the world to lose weight. Perfect strategy. But if I don't help you change your story that says, I can never lose weight, I'm not deserving of losing weight, I don't have time to lose weight, if you don't change that story, you can have the perfect strategy and never use it, which is what I guarantee 99% of you do. You, you'll come to January and get another ebook, another, I don't know, pay as you go program. You'll get another something, right? And you'll do it for a couple of months. Why do people stop? Right? Why do 97% of people, 97% 
not follow through after two months on their New Year's resolutions because they haven't changed the story to implement the strategy. So the strategy, it could be a £250,000 strategy. It's the most perfect one in the world. You will not use it if your story determines that you can't, that you're not able to, that you're not worthy to. So story is everything. And then lastly is state, emotional state. So our emotional state determines what we focus on and how we feel about any given moment in time. So, you know, let's say um, the example that I use for my clients, right? At the beginning of a relationship, whether you're in one now or you were in one, whatever it might be, at the beginning of a relationship, you're in an emotional state of passion, joy, excitement, love, right? They leave their dirty underwear. I'm not saying this from personal experience. I might be. They leave their dirty underwear on the bathroom floor. That's fine, lovely. I love you. I feel so passionate in this moment that your dirty underwear on the floor, that just, it doesn't even mean anything. To, I'm just going to pick it up and put it in the laundry basket. Life is wonderful, right? Roll forward 10 years. You're now in an emotional state of boredom, frustration, stress, anxiety, irritation, whatever it might be. That same set of dirty underwear on the floor that's now dropped right in the middle of it rather than in the laundry basket. How do you now react in this emotional state of frustration, stress, and tedium? Do you go, oh, I still love you after 10 years, those dirty underwear is just still the most wonderful part of my day where I get to pick it up and wash it. Do you still do that? Probably not. Same experience, nothing's changed. It's the same situation, but your emotional state has changed. So how you then give meaning to that moment completely shifts how you then react and focus in that moment completely shifts same with your kids right if your kids walk in whilst you're in a meeting you know during covid do you remember those phenomenal times with the news readers where they're being really serious and talking about something to do with the pandemic and jobs and economy and they're really serious in their home office and then a two-year-old runs in go ah like this do you remember that <laughs> those are some of the best moments anyway i get sidetracked so your kids run in at that moment in a serious meeting really important if you're in an emotional state of frustration anger irritation annoyance then you're probably going to react to them with get out why are you here you're being naughty. Don't do that. Leave. You shouldn't be here. It's really, really bad of you. Go and sit on the naughty step. You're going to react like that, right? I mean, if they're 20 and they run in, you're probably not going to say naughty step, but you get my drift. If you're in an emotional state of love and joy and openness and your kids run in, you'll be like, oh, my goodness, I love you. Come here. Give me a hug. Be near me. I want you. Give me a kiss. I'm right in the middle of the meeting, but thank you so much for coming in and, and just wanting to be near mummy or daddy or whoever it is. Same situation, different emotional state determines a very, very different reaction to these other people. And it's the same with yourself. If you're constantly in an emotional state of overwhelm, I could give you two things to do and you're going, oh my God, I can't do that. If you're in an emotional state of defiance, 
And resilience, and I give you two things, you're like, oh my goodness, I could handle 12. Same situation, different emotional state. So your state is really what determines in any given moment the story you choose to believe about yourself and the story then determines whether you use strategy. So I can guarantee to wrap things up that the majority of you, if you're thinking about losing weight or getting healthy or toning your body, whatever it is, or even changing careers or increasing your finances, whatever it might be, because I work with clients on all of that, but I can guarantee the first thing you're going to think about is what's my strategy. Do I do this diet or that one? Do I go to the gym three times a week or do I go seven times a week? Do I do cardio or do I do resistance? Do I get up at five in the morning to exercise or do I do it at eight o'clock at night? Like you'll all come up with the first thing being strategy. And I can tell you that is a waste of your time because the reason the strategies haven't worked for you in the past is because of the story you're telling yourself. And that story is based on the emotional state you live in. We all like to use this word mindset. What does mindset mean? Mindset is purely emotion. How you spend your time is essentially how you spend your emotion. Time is emotion. That's all it is. Time is emotion. So if you choose to spend all of your time in a state of worry and anxiety and frustration and overwhelm and trying to control things in the past or control things like the weather or control things like the economy, you're spending your emotional state in a way that's going to never reap rewards from a strategy. The strategy doesn't matter. Please don't go there first. You can call it mindset. You can call it behavior. You can call it whatever you want. But you have to look in here first. You have to look in here first. So start to look at what your emotional state is. What, what do you often do? How do you live your life? Do you, do you live it in a state of love, guilt, fear, stress, anxiety, anger, peed offness? You know, whatever it might be, how do you live your life? Because if you're an emotional state on sort of a day-to-day basis is not in a positive way, the story that you're going to tell yourself that determines who you are It's not going to be a particularly positive story. The story will be, I'm always broke. I'm always overweight. I'm always, I'm always wrong. I'm always the one that people tread on. I'm always being beaten down. I can never do this. These are the kind of stories that you're going to tell yourself if your emotional state is not in a positive frame of mind. And if you're telling yourself stories like that, you can have the best strategy in the world. You can start your new years in the best possible intention and it will not last. So look, if you do want any more sort of info on how to really make this work for you long term, because this is the absolute key to sustainable success. The three S's for the two S's, strategy, story, state for sustainable success. Okay, so it's really, really important that you you hone in on these and there's all sorts of things that I do and these are the kind of things that I talk about in you know my my audio program my life coaching audio program where we take you through six full months to completely and radically change your life 
by making these emotional changes and these mindset changes in every area from business to finance to career to body to self, right? It's huge. And then we talk about uh, CTM, create time method, which is my specific way of handling a life management system so that you're not completely dependent on to-do lists for the rest of your life, that you can actually you know, enjoy a life by design rather than a life of constant reaction. So if you want any help or you want some more information on the the audio coaching program, which is phenomenal and it's at a fraction of the cost of, you know, a full coaching program, just give me a bell and I can give you some more info on it. But in the meantime, leave the strategy and look at story and state first. And then find a strategy that's bespoke to you works for you and can fit in with your life so i hope that's helped if you need any more then shoot me a message on facebook or send me an email rita at thehealthandfitnesscoach.co.uk i look forward to listening to all of the messages and comments i always get after these and in the meantime have a fabulous rest of your day all right bye i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you need any more information help or advice or would like to book in a free discovery call to discuss your health, weight and body shape goals and the best way to get you there, head to www.thehealthandfitnesscoach.com for more information and links to our social media or message us at plus four four seven seven six nine six nine zero six seven nine or email us at Rita, R-I-T-A, at thehealthandfitnesscoach.co.uk. Thank you for listening and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. In the meantime, live, love and learn.